Free-thinking atheist witchy farmer, herbalist, wise woman, obia woman, healer, off-grid homesteading hedge witch, living close to nature, black Hispanic, Afro-Latina, Jamaican, Honduran, Caribbean American, honoring and embodying the spirit of Queen Nanny of the Maroons, born in the inner city of Boston, educated and came of age in the affluent Metro West suburbs, escaped to beautiful, rural, central Massachusetts in 2015. Welcome to Sweet Sage Homestead. Dead Farm and Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea. Remember, Black Lives Matter and love is love. Echinacea is undoubtedly one of the world's most important medicinal plants. In recent years, it has drawn increasing respect from the medical profession as its ancient uses in traditional herbal medicine are being verified by scientific research. It is native to North America and is now cultivated on a large scale worldwide. The Sioux and the Comanche Indians have used echinacea for centuries to treat the same ailments we use it for today, like bronchitis, pneumonia, viral infections, acne and boils, animal and insect bites and stings, fever blisters, earaches, flus, coughs and colds, sore throat and tonsillitis, skin allergies and infections, fungal infections, kidney and bladder infections, mild asthma, toothaches and abscesses. The list goes on and on. It is a natural antibiotic, it boosts the immune system, and it is antifungal, anti-allergenic, anti-inflammatory, and detoxifying. Echinacea is an easy-to-grow perennial. It thrives in well-dug, well-composted soil, and being a prairie plant, it can do with very little water and needs little care or attention. The cushion of tough, coarse leaves gives rise to tall, flowering spikes in midsummer with bright, pink, daisy-like flowers. The plant grows up to 60 centimeters in height, and the clumps need to be spaced 50 centimeters apart as they spread rapidly. The plant dies down in winter, almost disappearing from sight, and the spent flowers need to be cut. Cover with compost in spring, and soak it well. Medicinal uses. Echinacea is an exceptional anti-allergenic plant, and this is one of its key actions. In the case of allergic rhinitis, Echinacea tea taken with three or four tablets of the biochemic tissue salt Natrurium muricatum available from your local pharmacy will immediately soothe, open the nose, and stop the streaming. To take Echinacea tea, pour a cup of boiling water over a quarter cup of petals, leaves, and root. Allow the tea to stand for five minutes, then strain and sip slowly. During an acute infection, take two cups of the tea daily, and for chronic infection, take one cup on alternate days. To relieve chillblains, take a cup of the tea to drink, and cool a second cup as a lotion to apply externally to sore fingers and toes. Dip pads of cotton wool into the lukewarm tea and apply to the area. For post-viral fatigue syndrome, commonly known as ME, take a cup of echinacea tea daily and include the flower petals in the diet. Echinacea tea is being researched with favorable results as a treatment for asthma, particularly allergic asthma, and hay fever, cold sores or fever blisters caused by the herpes simplex virus, and you should also see elder flowers for this purpose. Now let's get into some of the recipes. Let's start with Echinacea Healing Cream. 
Echinacea Healing Cream. It is worth making your own healing creams, and this easy-to-make cream has many applications. So you'll need one cup of echinacea petals and buds, one cup of comfrey flowers and buds, one cup of calendula flowers, two cups of good aqueous cream, and three teaspoons of vitamin E oil, and then ten drops of tea tree oil. Simmer the petals, flowers, buds, and the aqueous cream in a double boiler for 30 minutes. Then strain it. Add the vitamin E and tea tree oils, mix it well, and pour into a sterilized jar. And there you have your Echinacea Healing Cream. Now let's go on to some culinary uses. Echinacea Healing Cream is obviously for topical use on your skin. You would not consume that or use it internally. So for culinary uses, we have some yummy recipes like echinacea and melon fruit salad, American Indian savory echinacea spread, echinacea pain baño. Echinacea pain baño is an interesting one. Pain baño literally means bathed bread. So that will be a recipe for making basically an echinacea bread. Echinacea and melon fruit salad. This recipe makes four to six servings. This pretty and healthy dessert is cool and green on a hot summer's day. You'll need one ripe green melon, four kiwi fruits peeled and sliced, three cups of green grapes cut in half with the seeds removed, four prickly pears peeled and sliced, one cup of echinacea petals, half a cup of honey, and half a cup of warm water. So first you want to remove the seeds from the melon and cut the flesh into squares. Then mix all the fruit and the echinacea petals together in a glass bowl. Stir the honey into the warm water and pour it over the salad. Allow the dessert to chill in the fridge. Decorate it with fresh echinacea petals and serve with whipped cream. Delicious. The next recipe is American Indian Savory Echinacea Spread. This serves four, and this spread makes an excellent lunch dish with sweet potatoes or baked potatoes or even pasta can be substituted for the sweet potatoes. You'll need four to six large sweet potatoes, one cinnamon stick, three medium onions chopped, some olive oil or sunflower oil, one cup of celery stalks and leaves finely chopped, two cups of mustard greens roughly torn, two cups of watercress sprigs or landcrest leaves, one cup of echinacea petals, some sea salt and black pepper to taste, and then two tablespoons of honey. So here's what you want to do. You want to boil the sweet potatoes in their skins in salted water with the cinnamon stick until the potatoes are cooked. So you know that will depend on the size of your potatoes. You can check them with a fork and when they feel tender, they're done. Meanwhile, fry the onion in the oil until it starts to brown, then add the celery stalks and the leaves and stir it well. Add the mustard greens, then the watercress and echinacea petals. Stir well for about one minute and add the sea salt, black pepper, and finally the honey. Split open the hot sweet potatoes and pile the echinacea spread on top. Decorate it with some fresh echinacea petals and a wedge of lemon. Cook's note, 
Echinacea petals are fresh tasting and tender. I only started using them in cooking a few years ago after an American Indian visitor to the herbal gardens described how they fry the petals with watercress, onion, and mustard leaves and spread it over sweet potatoes. I found this so interesting and delicious that it spurred me on to start experimenting. Last recipe, Echinacea Pain Banyo. This recipe serves four. Pain Banyo literally means bathed bread. It is a delicious salad roll, perfect as a lunchtime snack or for a picnic. So here's what you need. Four to six large freshly baked rolls or one French loaf, one can of tuna in the brine, sea salt and black pepper, fresh lemon juice, four ripe tomatoes thinly sliced, two onions thinly sliced, two green peppers thinly sliced, one cup of echinacea petals, one cup of stoned olives chopped, and then for the dressing, you'll need half a cup of olive oil, half a cup of white grape vinegar, two teaspoons of mustard powder, half a cup of runny honey, and a pinch of sea salt and black pepper. So here's what you want to do. Split the rolls or French loaf horizontally along one side without cutting all the way through the crust. Butter both sides lightly. Mix all the dressing ingredients together in a screw top jar and shake well. Open the bread so that it lies flat and gently dribble a little dressing along both sides. Drain the can of tuna fish and mash with a little sea salt, pepper, and a squeeze of fresh lemon juice. Arrange the sliced tomatoes, onions, and green peppers on the rolls and top with the mashed tuna. Finally, sprinkle with the echinacea petals and olives. Close up the rolls or French loaf and wrap in cling wrap. Put a weight on them and leave for an hour to allow the dressing to soak in well. Just before serving, slice the rolls or loaf into manageable portions. That sounds really yummy. I think I want to try that. The only thing I would do differently is I'd leave out the olives because I don't like olives. And I usually say that I don't like tuna, but it's really that I don't like mayonnaise and tuna is usually made with mayonnaise, but this has no mayonnaise. I think I would really like this recipe. Yummy! <laughs> 100 Edible and Healing Flowers Cultivating Cooking Restoring Health Edition 2 Margaret Roberts February 2014 Penguin Random House South Africa Margaret Roberts is a well-known proponent of the use of natural products to enhance health and well-being. In 100 Edible and Healing Flowers, she encourages readers to create a garden of flowers that can be used in celebrations, in the kitchen, and also to produce medicines and cosmetics. In this hands-on practical book, Margaret instructs on how and when to plant, grow, and harvest flowers, and supplies recipes that harness the medicinal, cosmetic, and edible nature of these plants. The accessible down-to-earth text is spiced with personal anecdotes and information about the historical use of flowers in herbalism. Colorful photographs aid identification, and Margaret's delicate line drawings add an appealing touch of whimsy to this elegant book. 
an indispensable guide for anyone interested in health, wellness, organic gardening, and using flowers to enhance their cooking and health. Margaret Roberts is a household name, having made her mark in the world of health and gardening. She pursues her passion for all things natural that can uplift, heal, and inspire by creating gardens, teaching about the wonders of herbs, and developing medicinal and nutritional plants at her herbal center. She has published many books and articles on flowers, herbs, health, and gardening. So this book is 224 pages. The ISBN is 978-177-584-1524. I found this on Google Books, and it's called 100 Edible and Healing Flowers, Cultivating, Cooking, Restoring Health. And this was from a preview, and I'm really happy that they allowed this preview because I'm actually super interested in purchasing this book. If you're getting value from my podcast and you want to support future episodes, just click the support button on my Anchor podcast page or go to anchor.fm slash Andrea 9559 slash support. You can be a valued supporter of Path of a Green Rich podcast for as little as 99 cents per month. Just go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M, like FM radio, slash A-N-D-R-E-A 9559 slash S-U-P-P-O-R-T. That's anchor dot F-M slash Andrea 9559 slash support. Every contribution helps. Thank you so much for listening.